Welcome to the book day repair talk. Um, I'm your Scott Wiseman. She just can't make it like she's not feeling well, so we hope she gets better. But this week we're talking about legendary monsters and creatures in America. Um, we're the Angela, um, the area tonight, but are on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And now we're on Subspace Radio, which can be listened to the following day, on Wednesday, August 10th, 8 p.m., Thursday, 11th, 3 p.m., Saturday, 13th, 2 a.m., Monday, 15th, 3 a.m. That's on Subspace Radio Network.com. Um, first off tonight, I wanted to give a shout-out to Kenny Irish, a good friend of mine. He just released a new publication um, called International Cryptic Legends. Um, you pick up your copy at Amazon. I'll put a link in the comments for everybody here, too. He's also going to be at a conference this weekend. If you want to check it out, it's in Paris, Tennessee. It's the 13th. And it's going to be at the Paris Convention Center. So the links are in there for uh, the conference also. When you get to Dallas, Tennessee, check it out. Get him signed up for you. Don't have to say he had to. Okay, we're start off. Um, actually, made a PowerPoint style of a dozen or so um, um, legendary monsters and creatures. Well, the first one is going to be Bigfoot. Now, there's Bigfoot, like I hate you know. But Bigfoot is often known as Sasquatch in Canadian America folklore is an ape-like creature that is reported to inhabit the forest of North America. Supposed evidence of Bigfoot's existence is based on a number of disputed video recordings, audio recordings, photographs, visual sightings, casts of large footprints, etc. Some of these effectively are known to be hoaxes. Thousands of people have claimed they have seen a Bigfoot, which is commonly described as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly six to nine feet, covered in hair, described as black, dark brown, or dark reddish. The pungent, foul-smell odor can be sometimes associated with the sport of the creature as well. The enormous footprints for which the creature is named are claimed to be as large as 24 inches long and 8 inches wide. Some footprint casts also contain claw marks, making it likely it came from many animals such as bears, which have five toes and claws. Uh, here are the picture of Bigfoot, the famous one, um, the Patterson Grimm film, Grimm's film, sir. Um, the frame of 352, um, it's a picture of a Larger female Bigfoot. So, for the people who are listening to the radio, that's the Next one is Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape is an ape-like creature reported to inhabit forests and swamps of some southeastern U.S. states, with reports from Florida being most common. There's many forest appearance and unpleasant odor. Skunk resembles Sasquatch of the Pacific Northwest, but is typically shorter in comparison. It has long patches of hair on the shoulders and arms similar to an orangutan. It is often described 
as a mild rusty red color as opposed to the Sasquatch brown or black coloration. Some reports also describe the creature as having pale coloration around the eyes and the face. Let's go. Uh, a lot of this one, Champ. He's the American folklore Champ or Champy in the Lake Monster said to live in the Lake Champagne. 125 mile long body of freshwater shared by New York and Vermont with a fortune extending into Quebec, Canada. The legend of the monster is considered a draw for tourism in Burlington, Vermont, and Plattsburgh, New York areas. Over the years, there have been over 300 reported sightings of champ. So our next one is Beast of Bray Road. The Beast of Bray Road is a creature reported in 1936 and 1990s on a rural road outside Elkhorn, Wisconsin. The same label has been applied to other settings from southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. Bray Road is a quiet rural road near the community of Elkhorn with thrash of claimed sightings in the late 1980s and 1990s. Beast Bray Road is described as a bear like creature, biped, usually two to four feet tall, all fours, and seven feet tall when standing up. The soft-sided, thick, intelligent, wire like creature is able to walk on its hind legs and weigh four to seven hundred pounds. It's also said that its fur is brown gray color. Witnesses report that the beast had any contact with their vehicles, leaving long scratch marks to the doors of one vehicle and their trunk of another vehicle will also in contact with the creature. One witness was driving over the road in a foggy light reported hitting something crossing the road. They exited their vehicle and determined that they had reported a large wolf-like creature with red eyes chased her back to her car. There are call marks on the bigger passenger door. So it's also reported during daylight hours, with several witnesses stating that they observed a usually large wolf like creature running off forest through the cornfields. Wonder. Okay, next we have a Boggy Creek monster. The fourth began. So in 1971-1974-described-the-creature-as-being-a-large-humid-like-creature-covering-long-dark-hair-which-is-estimated-to-be-about-seven-feet-tall-with-a-weight-of-250-300-pounds. Than reported, and it could be 10 feet tall and weigh 800 pounds. The folk monster was running a galloping gait and swinging its arms in a fashion similar to a monkey. The reports also had an odor skunk, wet dog or skunk smell, and having big red eyes. A variety of tracks and claw marks have been discovered, which are common to belong to the creature. Once that footprint reportedly measured 17 inches in length and 7 inches wide, it had three toes. 
Next is Wendigo. In the north coast of Minnesota, the forest is a great lake region, and central regions of Canada are said to live the malevolent being called Wendigo. Uh, this creature may appear as a monster with characteristics of a human or a spirit as possessed a human, or being made to become monsters is historically associated with cannibalism, murder, insatiable greed, and the cultural taboos against such behaviors. Descriptions of the creature vary slightly. The Dio is generally said to have glowing eyes, long yellow fangs, terrible claws, and overlight long tongues. Sometimes they're described as having solid yellow skin and at other times depicted to be covered with mandate hair. The creature said to have a number of skills and powers, including stealth, it is near perfect hunter, known as Jesus for every inch of territory. It can control the weather throughout the dark magic. They're also portrayed as simultaneously glutinous and in from starvation. When Deagle says he cursed to wander the land seeking to fulfill the racist appetite for human flesh, and if there's nothing left to eat, they starve to death. Thunderbird. The Thunderbird is a legendary creature in North American indigenous people's history and culture. It's considered a supernatural being of power and strength, especially important that ethically depicted in the art, songs, and oral histories of many Pacific North Coast cultures, but also found in various forms among some peoples of American, Southwest, East Coast, and United States. Great Dicks and Great Plains. The Thunderbird is said to create a thunder by flapping its wings and lightning flashing its eyes. The Jersey Devil. The heavily forest pine barrens spans over 1 million acres in over seven counties in New Jersey. The area thrived during the colonial period hosts some mills, paper mills, and other industries. People eventually abandoned the mills in the surrounding villages when coal was discovered to the western of Pennsylvania, leaving behind ghost towns and a few supernatural wanderers. The most popular pine barrens resident is the Jersey Devil. The correlation of the creature was born in 1735 to Deborah Leeds, her 13th child. With leathery wings, a goat's head, and hooves, it flew up the lead chimney and into the barrens. There have reportedly been killing livestock and heaping out South Jersey residents ever since. Next. Black-eyed children. Black-eyed children are an American contemporary legend of paranormal creatures of general children aged 6 to 16 with pale skin and black eyes who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling or encountered on doorsteps to residential homes. During the long week of September 2014, the British tabloid Star ran through sensationalistic front-page stories about the alleged sightings of black-eyed children connected to the state city sale of supposedly haunted pub in Staffordshire. The paper declared its shock rise in sightings around the world, 
allows you to settings or take the seriously by ghost hunters. Some believe that guy's children to be extraterrestrial vampires or ghosts. Night Hag. Night Hag, or Old Hag, is named given to a supernatural creature commonly associated with phenomena of sleep paralysis. It's followed during their person, it feels that the presence of a supernatural, with personal supernatural malevolent being, which immortalizes the person sitting on their chest or on their foot of their bed. The ordinate mayor, mayor, which the Jews described this phenomenon before the world received its modern, more general, various creatures or various cultures have various names for its phenomenon or supernatural characters. Super Halber means ghost sucker. The legendary animal was said to roam through Mexico, Southwest USA, and Puerto Rico, as well as other areas. Chupacabra is blamed for mysterious livestock deaths in examples of Chupacabras that are found and photographed, usually dead. The creature is described variously as jumping a hairless bear, sometimes with spikes on its back, or a hair stalk with a camel. Some of the carcasses and photographs have been studied and turned out to be coyotes with severe cases of range. Mothman. Mothman. In Western Virginia folklore, the Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in Point Pleasant area from November 17, 1966 to December 15, 1967. The first newspaper report was published to the Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16, 1966, titled, Couple C Man-Sized Buried Creature Something. The National Press soon picked up the report that helped spread the story across the United States. The Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by Gary Baker in 1970, was later popularized by John Keel with his 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies, claiming that there were supernatural events related to sightings and the connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. The book was later adapted to a 2002 film starring Richard Gere. A new festival in Port Pleasant is devoted to Mothman legend. The Gauro, that's spelled G-O-W-R-O-W. The Gauro, a several fabulous monsters before the Arkansas popular lore, may owe its origins to journalism, to traditional folk belief. The principal documentaries of the Christian assistance story that appeared in the Arkansas Gazette on January 31st, 1897, apparently written by Albert Smithy. An examination of the remains revealed a creature 20 feet in length with two tusks, large web feet, and again the claws and a row of sharp short horns along its back, and a long, thin, tall blade on the end. Wayne's claimed to have sent bodies to a suspending institution, 
but never arrived at the Washington Museum. Also, dismissed the account. It was a great, it was a great fake, probably without foundation in fact. The Hodag, spelled H-O-D-A-G. The American folklore of the Hodag was is a fearsome critter resembling a large bullhorn carnivore with a row of thick curved spines down its back. The Hodag was said to be born from the ashes of the cream oxen as the incarnation of the accumulation of abuse of the animals had suffered at the hands of their masters. The Hodag became the official symbol of Raleigh Wisconsin. Is a mascot at Raleigh High School and led to numerous Raleigh area business organizations, including an annual music festival, the Hodag Country Festival. The city of Raleigh website calls Raleigh the home of the Hodag. A large life fire sculpture of Hodag created by artists uh, resides on the grounds of the Raleigh Area Chamber of Commerce. The Pukwudgie, that's spelled P-U-K-W-U-D-G-I-E. The Pukwudgies are magical creatures who live inside wooded areas and swamps. They're considered spirits of the forest. The exact height of Pukwudgies is unknown. Some witnesses claim they only reach two or three feet, but others believe they're knee height. Pukwudgies have smooth gray skin, sometimes clothes. Pukwudgies can appear and disappear in will, confuse humans, create fire, launch poison arrows, use magic to lure people to those deaths. Pukwudgies translate to the first day of the wilderness. They are the oldest myth- mythical creatures of North America. Stories that Pukwudgies originated from the Wampaknog, Mohican, and Aliquin Indians, the ability of creatures dwell in the woods and the marshes of the eastern seaboard. Different regions have views on Takwaji. Great Lake Ray tribes believe they are mischievous but harmless. North Alquin tribes believe they have become violent if they are disrespected but are fine if you're left alone. They have significant amount of Takwaji settings in the woods of Massachusetts. The police have got some reports that a Takwaji crossing sign was erected near the Freetown State Forest. Well, that's kind of short, you know. Uh, I thought I would get more in, but um, so I'm going to go ahead and um, because I can show you the site you can go to for Kenny. Here's the site you go to. Oh, shit, sure, that's for you. Let me share screen. If you're going to go through the uh, conference this weekend. That's here. There we go. And you can buy tickets, too, through Eventbrite. So get to check out the links and everything are in the um, comments. 
Well, I'm sorry that we had a short show tonight. I thought I would have a little bit more. Um, with Teresa not feeling well, um, I guess just to get more stuff in. Uh, so, so I apologize for that. But I had a good show, and I hope to see you next week. I'm not sure what we're doing yet. The week surprise again. But go ahead and check out the Amazon link again. And also, shout out for um, my Soul Space Radio, we're now part of. So check that out. They're actually also available on Amazon. You know who? I'm not going to say her name. I think she's just staring at me right now. <laughs> um, check out those um, stations. So because we're going to throw it out, uh, I just going to apologize for the short show. But Yeah. All right, well, um, good night, everyone. Hope you have a pleasant evening, and we'll see you next week at the same time. Happy homie.